10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The Treehouse of Liberty podcast is hosted by Jason Fornwald and comes to you from the bright red corner of the bright blue state of Maryland. Hello once again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another episode of the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. I am your host, Jason Fornwald, and thank you so very much for deciding to join me once again. Very proud and happy to be coming to you from the Treehouse of Liberty studios here in the bright red corner of the bright blue state of Maryland. Under the watchful eye of producers Zoe and Coda, Zoe being my Norwegian elk hound and Coda being my border collie uh, thoroughbred racehorse mix. They're going to keep an eye on things today and... Make sure that we're bringing you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth shall help us guide, which is our main goal here on the show, as always. Do have to apologize. I finally got around to recording. It's about uh, just about 12 noon here on Tuesday, May 11th, as I'm recording. And unfortunately, today seems to be the day that all the neighbors decided it was time to cut their grass and ride their ATVs through the neighborhood and... You know, I expect gunshots and firecrackers and all that happy horse crap to be going on here before too long, too. Uh, and, of course, in a half an hour, that'll shut down when I'm no longer recording. But, anyway, I'll do my best. And, again, I apologize for the background noise. Hopefully, we can kind of try to keep it to a minimum here. But, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here again. Wanted to give a quick shout out to my boy, as I always try to do. He's the one that inspired me again to do another episode uh, Mr. Chris Blakeman, host of the Ben Speaks podcast, which for my money is the best show out there. Being that it's a free show, it uh, takes my money about as far as it'll go. And Chris absolutely destroyed the abortion leak story. Um, you know, he he put that ball on the tee and smacked it so hard that, you know, NORAD is actually tracking the thing now. Um Chris approaches things always from a historical and constitutional perspective, which is how you have to tackle a topic like that. And he did it. He did it with ease, as he always does, and uh, strongly encourage you guys to check out that show. Um, also, if you would send your continued prayers and good vibes and good juju and mojo and whatever else you believe in or don't uh, his way as he continues to recover from hip surgery, uh, full hip replacement, actually, and he's got another one scheduled for later this year. Um, I don't think he'll have the third one. I'm pretty sure he's only got two legs like the rest of us, but uh, he is going to have the other one done as well. So keep him in your thoughts and prayers, and uh, like I said, send him all the good energy that you have. Since Chris tackled that topic so well, um, I'm not even going to touch on it. I'm going to leave it alone. And uh, if he wants to put uh, co-signed by Jason Fornwalt in the description of that episode, that would be awesome. Um, that's all he he really needs to do. Um, he crushed it, and he got it exactly right. What I am going to talk about is this disinformation governance board that the Biden administration has now seen fit to create. This scares me to death. You know, when you look throughout history, every dictatorship has had a ministry of information, whether that was Hitler, Mao, Stalin, the current Chinese Communist Party, uh, Kim Jong-un, you know, all the way down through the ages, every one of these dictatorships has had 
a part of their government that was designed to level official truth. Um, and very often that truth is not truth at all. Um, and it's ironic that it's actually called the Disinformation Governance Board because that, of course, is what American Democrats are best at, is spreading disinformation um, and doing so to interfere, interfere in our elections. They accuse us of doing that, but, you know, as I'll explain to you through the course of this show, they're the ones that actually do it, and they never take responsibility. They never work to make anything better, you know, anything that they don't agree with, they blame on Russia or someone else, you know, it's just like the, the president talking about inflation and all these other complete disasters that he's got going on of his own creation. You know, here was a man who during the campaign basically said Trump was garbage and that he had all the answers for everything and we were going to be respected in the world and the economy was going to be great again. And, you know, it was going to be all sunshine and roses and it would never rain. And, you know, since he's taken office, the only thing he's done is completely stumble over everything he's ever tried to say and blame somebody else. Um you know, I'd like to remind the president that if he hadn't ended American energy independence as soon as he took office and decided to buy an additional six million barrels of oil from Russia on a daily basis, completely financing the Ukraine invasion, Putin might not have had the impact that he claims that he did on this situation. You know, if, you know, Putin does actually have something to do with American inflation, it is because the Biden administration gave them willingly the opportunity to do that. And that's 6 million barrels a day. That was absolutely more than enough to finance the entire invasion of Ukraine. And of course, when he finally gets called on it, that 6 million barrels stops. And instead of using American oil, you know, we have more oil than Saudi Arabia. We have more oil in the ground than anybody on planet Earth. Instead of using that, you know, where also, by the way, we have the strictest environmental regulations on planet Earth. So, you know, we do it more cleanly and better for the environment than anybody else on the planet. But it's still, instead of using our oil, the president decides, well, I'll go to uh, Russians, Russia's ally, Venezuela. As if that's not just going to be a backdoor to continue to get that money to Putin and to continue to finance the Russian invasion. If you want to talk about Russia collusion, I'm more than happy to do that. But it's going to start and end right there. Trump never paid for a Russian war. Trump never paid for Vladimir Putin to invade a sovereign ally, which Putin has now done twice under Joe Biden. Biden was in charge of Ukraine under Barack Obama when Putin went in and took Crimea. And if you know anything about the current war, the southern part of the strike on Ukraine from Russia came from Crimea. So Joe Biden gave him the launching point for this war. He gave him the financing for this war. And he has been the hardest core ally that Vladimir Putin has ever had in the White House here in the United States of America. It's disgusting. And as you'll see, you know, I'm going to go back over the times that I have been right about major issues and the White House, all leftists, and the American media have been completely wrong. As you'll see, when they accuse us of doing something, it's because they're actually doing it. You know, they are the biggest hypocrites and liars on planet Earth. I include Kim Jong-un. I include Vladimir Putin. I include all these evil dictators. None of them 
are bigger hypocrites or bigger liars than regular old American Democrats these days. It is absolutely disgusting. But I, I want to get into this. I went back through the three years, roughly, of the show to pull out some of the places, some of the major uh, incidents that I've been right about. And again, half the country has been completely wrong. In some cases, 51 intelligence agencies or agents were completely wrong, you know, while the show nailed exactly what was going on. And I'm not special. I'm not any different than you. I'm not smarter. I'm not more wealthy, certainly. You know, I, I don't have a huge staff gathering me this information and presenting it to you. I continue to get things right because I care about getting things right. I don't have a political agenda, per se, except for constitutionalism, honesty, peace, prosperity, and putting America first. And if that makes me biased, you know, I, I'm fine with that. If you're biased in the direction of those things, I think you're doing a pretty good job of being the kind of citizen that our founders wanted us to be. Um, back on February 22nd, 2019, this was just the second episode of the show. The first was just an introduction of me and who I am and what my goals were and the vision that I had for the show. I didn't even really get into any topics. So the first time that I attacked any topics on the show, check this out. Episode number two, I told you that the PP dossier was fake. It was it was Russian disinformation bought from a British intelligence agent, Christopher Steele, who got his information from two Russian intelligence agents, completely fabricated. The one that said that Trump hired, you know, prostitutes to pee on a bed that was used by the uh, the Obamas in Moscow and, and all of that crap that never happened. Um, that dossier has since then been proven to be have to have been purchased by Hillary Rodham Clinton and the DNC. We were absolutely 100% accurate on that. I also called out Jussie Smollett for the first time and said, hmm, you know, I'm not quite sure I really believe that at 2 o'clock in the morning with wind chills, you know, I forget how low they even were, but basically if you walked outside and opened your eyes, your eyeballs would have frozen. But somehow in Chicago, you know, the primary Democrat stronghold of the United States, and you can hold your horses, Portland. I know you guys are trying really hard. You're not there yet. Um, but in the biggest Democrat stronghold of the United States, randomly two white Trump supporters shouting, this is MAGA country, you know, happened to be out there while Jesse went out for his little sandwich from Subway, you know, and attacked him and put a noose around his neck and blah, 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 blah. You know, and the fact that he wore the noose around his neck the entire time he was being interrogated by police would be a clue. You know, I, I'm not a black American. I've never been a black American, but I know my country's history. And I'm pretty sure if I was a black American and you put a noose around my neck, not only is that son of a bitch coming off faster than you have ever seen anything move in your entire life, your head's probably coming off shortly thereafter. But he decided he was going to leave this thing on, you know. And I, as I said, back then I told you it was complete crap. And guess what? It was complete crap. I talked about the small army of federal agents that descended on Roger Stone's home, um, you know, and how we have a two-tiered system of justice. I mean, he's a very old man charged with a process crime, but basically we sent, you know, the entire strength of the FBI to arrest him to include frogmen in a pond in his backyard. I mean, literally. Um, and that 
Hillary wouldn't face any of the same thing, even though we know for a fact that she violated the Espionage Act. And Comey covered for her, laid out all of her crimes, and then changed the language, you know, about what she had done from his original speech. Because if he had left the language the way it was, it actually would have perfectly quoted the statute. And he would have had to charge her. He wouldn't have had a choice, you know. But it's okay if you're a Sieg Heiling, you know, obey the party, follow the Fuhrer Democrat to violate the Espionage Act. But, you know, if you're a Republican and commit a process crime, then, you know, we're sending basically everybody we have after you. Um, I also predicted while I was talking about that story that I wouldn't be shocked if the Gestapo showed up at my house for telling the truth. And dun da 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 once COVID hit, Larry Hogan sent the Gestapo to my house for telling the truth. You know, 10 o'clock at night. I was like, damn, that's a cop knock. Zoe, it's me. My producer gets upset when things bang. Um, but I said, that's a cop knock. And I threw the door open, and sure enough, there is a Maryland State Trooper standing next to the door in regular uniform. There's a guy next to him in tactical gear. Going down the steps, there were two more guys with some kind of rifles. I couldn't tell exactly what they were. And then further back in the yard, there was another guy with a long gun and full tactical gear. Um, and they told me that they were there to investigate a threat against the governor. I told them, not at this house, you're not. And he proceeded to explain to me that that's what was alleged. I asked him if he had, you know, the threats that I would like to see them. He had every post that I had ever made about Governor Hogan and went straight down through them in front of me and said, that's not a threat. That's not a threat. This isn't a threat. Well, that's not a threat. I guess it was just the totality of it all. And I looked at him and I actually said, the totality of what? My right to free speech? And he didn't even respond. And I said to him, I said, you know what? I said, I don't even feel sorry for me. I don't feel sorry for me having to face this kind of intimidation because I don't bow to the Fuhrer like everybody else does. You know, I told him that I felt sorry for him because there he is trying to enforce an unconstitutional order because the governor didn't like what I had to say. And he actually put his head down and he nodded a little bit. He agreed with me that he shouldn't have to be out there enforcing this unconstitutional bullcrap. But again, predicted that on the second show. March 1st, 2019, talked about the Trump-Kim summit, said that you can negotiate with a madman if you have the skills. Barack Obama didn't. He couldn't negotiate with a madman. You know, he went from community organizer to non-existent senator to president of the United States, you know, basically never had a job, didn't have any real skills. He wasn't able to negotiate with Kim, but Trump did, and after their summit meeting, there was not another missile fired by North Korea throughout the rest of the Trump administration. We were right about that. Obama and the leftists were wrong. March 7th, 2019, talked about the two-tiered justice system. We talked about how Democrats used the dossier, they went after tax returns, they literally spied on candidate Trump and later President Trump illegally, having to have changed FBI documents to make that happen, abusing the entire FISA court process, called them out on all of that. All of that ended up being proven true. Talked about how Hillary violated the Espionage Act again, and how there wouldn't be any action on it. And there wasn't. Comey covered for her, just as I expected. She sick the party. She sick the Fuhrer. She's okay. 
talked about on that show how General Flynn was entrapped. And he was. And a federal court later agreed with that. You know, I mean, it's like you're starting to see the pattern developing here. When I say something is true, it is. When your media tells you something is true, turn on the show because you're not going to get the truth from them. You're going to get it right here. March 15th, 2019, I told you that the Sandman story was fake. You know, the, the boy that they said allegedly went up to uh, the American Indian protester and got in his face and was nasty and vile and all that stuff. And I told you then that we hadn't heard the entire story. That, of course, ended up being completely accurate. When we saw the unedited video, we see that Mr. Sandman was standing still, not saying anything, and it was the American Indian gentleman that was in his face basically being an ass. And the fact that several different liberal outlets who shared that edited video settled with Mr. Sandman proves that we were right about that story as well. I warned on March 20th, 2019, of liberals wanted to change our voting process, eliminating the Electoral College, reducing the voting age to 16, and mail-in ballots. You would hear that again about a year later. This was a full year before COVID. And the time that they blasted out all the mail-in ballots that couldn't be traced, couldn't be tracked, sent them into their own districts, had them collected up by whoever wanted to do it because they're not traceable, and piled them in at 2 o'clock in the morning to change the election completely. Again, absolutely true. March 27, 2008, or I'm sorry, 2019, said Mueller that would find no evidence of Trump-Russia collusion and that he would ignore Fusion GPS and the Hillary DNC Russian disinformation dossier. That is precisely to a T exactly what happened. On April 5th, 2019, again, said Smollett was full of crap. His conviction proves that he was. I also discussed on that show, <laughs> this got even me, talked about why the First Amendment is still important today and the implications that it has on social media. This is three years ago. I'm glad Elon Musk finally joined the party. You know, it's three years ahead of the curve on this. Um... On May 1st, I said Mueller's exoneration of Trump wouldn't affect Schiff's false impeachment. It didn't. They still went forward with everything. On September 26, 2019, I talked about the invasion of Crimea under Biden and Biden withholding a billion dollars in U.S. taxpayer defense aid from Ukraine until Hunter Biden's prosecutor was fired. All of that was proven true. And I know some of you are out there thinking, well, Victor Shokin was a corrupt prosecutor. You know what? I kind of tend to agree with you. But the point that's important to make here is that Hunter never would have been extradited to face charges in Ukraine. But do you know what would have happened? Shokin and probably Zelensky would have gone on worldwide TV and said, hey, here's what the Bidens did here in Ukraine. Joe couldn't allow that to happen. And so he withheld that money, that defense money from Ukraine, fully knowing, fully understanding the threat from Russia, withheld that defense money so that his crackhead boy would be covered up for. And since his crackhead boy was working for him, he also saved his own ass. Um, also mentioned on that show the danger of Hillary selling uranium to Russia, especially, you know, given the situation between Russia and Ukraine. She did that for donations to the Clinton administration, all completely proven, all completely accurate. And it's funny now because Joe Biden says the reason we're not doing more in Ukraine is because of the nuclear threat. That's interesting because it was Obama, Biden, and Clinton 
who provided the uranium that's necessary for nuclear missiles. Do you see the pattern of support for Russia here? Again, what they actually do, they accuse us of trying to cover their tracks. On October 6th, I'm sorry, October 26, 2019, I called out Schiff Skiff. Remember when they all went down into the basement of the Capitol building? Democrats by themselves and secured themselves in this impenetrable fortress to try to figure out how they could still go after Trump when Mueller said he wasn't guilty of anything. Called that out, said they wouldn't find anything, and they didn't. Um, November 19th, 2019, talked about leftist hypocrisy. You know, and Zelensky saying there was no pressure from Trump whenever uh, Trump allegedly committed the quid pro quo in Ukraine, allegedly trying to get information about the actual criminal activity of Hunter and Joe, Zelensky said he felt no pressure whatsoever. And I said then that Trump would be persecuted, not prosecuted, persecuted to the fullest extent while the leftists would protect Biden, even though he very publicly admitted to all of this. That's exactly what happened. December 5th, 2019, called out a report from the Intelligence Committee to the Judiciary Committee saying Biden's quid pro quo in Ukraine had been completely debunked. I played the audio of Joe Biden fully confessing to the quid pro quo in Ukraine. So we know that's an absolute fact. And yet the Democrat Intelligence Committee sent to the judiciary, you know, information saying that it never happened. And I guess judiciary decided that Biden's confession was just made up or phony or they didn't care or see Kyle the Fuhrer. And of course, nothing came of it. December 17th, 2019, I said that the FISA court would come down on Comey and say that he provided false, unverified information and altered documents to the court. That's exactly what happened. March 11th, 2020, I warned that 15 days to slow the spread was bullcrap and that when governments seize power like that, they never return it. Guess what, folks? Here we are over two years later, and that power still hasn't been fully returned to the people. March 20th, 2020, talked about coronavirus the Constitution and explained why many of the actions that were taken were unconstitutional. They were. We know that. Um, April 18th, Clay Moore, God rest his soul, came on the show to talk about that. He was also correct. April 22nd, West Virginia State Delegate Marshall Wilson comes on the show to discuss the same thing. He was also correct. May 7th, 2020, warned of the new iron fist in the age of corona. Biden proved it by attempting to force all Americans to be vaccinated and succeeded with federal employees. You know, apparently, sorry about your bad luck, federal employees. You're not American citizens anymore. And if Mengele Biden decides he wants to inject you with whatever the hell he wants, then you actually have to take it. I warned that we don't know what the long-term side effects of these vaccines are. And dun-dun-dun-dun, J&J has now been essentially pulled because of the risks of blood clots. You know, how many of you on Facebook, when you posted something about vaccines, did you get the disclaimer, vaccines go through rigorous testing, they're completely safe, blah, 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 blah. You know, and, and you don't see those same disclaimers when we post about the fact that we were right. You know, and I don't care if it took him three years. I'm glad Elon Musk has finally joined the social media mission here with us to open up free speech for everybody. Because right now, the liars are the ones that are allowed to speak freely. We need to be able to counter that with actual truth. On May 14th, 2020, I warned of the dangers of media manipulation. I said then, May 14th, 2020, 
that the laptop was real. I went back over the fake PP dossier. I talked about how Strzok and Page's texts, you know, the two investigators in uh, the Trump and Hillary investigations, promised that they would stop Trump from becoming president, and they had an insurance policy if he does. That insurance policy was the fake PP dossier. I called it then. That's exactly what happened. I pointed out that Obama said back then that Russia absolutely cannot interfere in our election. He said that unequivocally. He said it was too spread out. They would have to hack too many different things, and they weren't able to do that. And as soon as Trump was elected, Obama blamed Russia. You know, And I said that Obama was full of crap then, and it's been proven that he is. You know, The whole Russia thing has been completely debunked. And when I say completely debunked, I don't mean it like a liberal. I'm not trying to hide it. It's actually been debunked. June 9, 2020, I said that the officer that killed George Floyd was guilty, he would be convicted, and leftists would riot anyway. Hmm. Exactly right. Compare that with what you got from the leftist media, who said what they were doing was mostly peaceful. 543 terrorist attacks committed against the United States. $1.8 billion in property damage. And I did amend that figure. I got an incorrect figure of $4.3 billion back in the day. Chris and I uh, actually talked about that, and I've corrected that. I want to be upfront. I got that wrong back then. I have corrected it. That is the truth. $1.8 billion in property damage. At least 36 murders. At least 2,000 cops injured. And secession from the Union in Portland and Seattle for the first time since the Civil War. You know, I predicted riots. I didn't predict all of that, but... Certainly, you know, what I said was a lot more accurate than mostly peaceful demonstrations. June 24th, 2020. I said that Bubba Wallace's accusations about nooses in NASCAR garages was absolute crap. It was. You know, this idiot apparently, you know, even though he'd been racing for however long, had never seen a garage door pull. You know, which is tied like a small noose, it looks like it. So you can get your fingers in there and pull the garage door down until the point where you can actually get a hold of the door and pull it the rest of the way. Apparently, this absolute ass clown had never seen one of those. The media ran with the story, said that the nooses were real, that he was the subject of, you know, the worst persecution in the history of the world, and basically sainted him to the point where Michael Jordan stepped in and created a brand new NASCAR team so he could give this complete liar a ride. I said back then none of it happened. I was right. This clown gets rewarded anyway because of our media. October 22nd, 2020. This is again, two weeks before the, ele the election. I once again said the laptop was real. The media at that point was still pushing a completely false narrative that they knew to be completely false, that 51 intelligence analysts had said the laptop was fake Russian disinformation. And oddly enough... The new queen of the Ministry of Disinformation, Nina Jankowicz, back then, said that we should consider the laptop to be a Trump campaign product. She flat out lied. Those intelligence analysts, quote unquote, flat out lied. They provided the disinformation once again, just like the PP dossier, to interfere in our election. That's what the left does. That's who they are. As I said, they accuse us when they're the ones that are actually doing it. Again, on November 20th, 2020, touched on the fact that leftists sent out mail-in ballots that couldn't be traced, mostly to their districts, to be returned by anyone with no verification, picked up and hauled, you know, by pack mules. 
which Dinesh D'Souza's documentary details, you know, we come to find out that that was exactly true. That was exactly what they did. The American media still denies it to this day. January 6, 2021, called out Trump supporters who entered the Capitol, said they were unequivocally wrong. No question about it. I went on the air and recorded immediately so I could say that, so that I could call out our side and tell them how completely wrong they were. But I also said it was not an insurrection. That word was thrown around immediately and not accidentally. That word was thrown around immediately. And I said, look, this is not an insurrection. Trump had 700,000 people down there, all of whom support the Second Amendment. And you mean to tell me that he's going to send a couple of hundred unarmed idiots into the Capitol to overthrow the United States government? I mean, you have to be a complete buffoon to believe that. And yet we still have our leftist media outlets saying, you know, it was an insurrection. It was an insurrection. You know, sorry, Biden's FBI disagrees with you. They agreed with me. February 11th, 2021, I again talked about how social media manipulation is our Normandy and our beach to die on. It is. You know, this is the primary means of leftists disseminating complete disinformation. And it's taken one of the world's richest men to finally get on board and hopefully start to get this fixed. May 2nd, 2021. I said that Americans have made peace with dictators, and they have. You know, when Biden was trying to force injections into the arms of everyone in America, how few people actually spoke up and stood up to that? When the Biden administration has fully committed to having a ministry of disinformation, who on the left is standing up to that? Who on the left is pointing out that only, only, exclusively dictators do that? Nobody. September 10th, 2021, about Afghanistan. I said the Taliban is going to crack down on women something fierce again after we leave. That's exactly what they did. It has been building until now. And today the Taliban announced that they're back to their old policy of women can't go outside at all without a male escort and without having every inch of themselves completely covered from head to toe. Where are the American feminists on this case? You know, don't tell me you're a feminist if you're not lifting a finger to do something for those women in Afghanistan who are truly oppressed. You know, most of the American women on the left are abortionists. They are not feminists. You know, a true feminist would help a woman that's truly oppressed. If I could do that, I would do it. But these vagina hat wearing idiots won't lift a finger to help anybody out who's truly oppressed so long as they have the right to cut their baby up. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I could go on. I've, I've laid out 30 minutes worth of times that I have been right about all of these issues. And our leftist Joe Goebbels style propaganda machine serving the Democrats to interfere in our elections has been deliberately and completely wrong. You know, if you want to have a ministry of information in your government, which I think is absolutely heinous, you know, why don't you hire somebody who's been proven to provide the truth? Not this woman who lied and said that the laptop was fake and that it was a Trump campaign product. You know, this, this lady has nothing but a history of consistently lying to attack Republicans, and to damage us in elections. And 
It is not an accident that she is the one who will be in charge of disseminating all leftist disinformation now. And it is with a hand over my heart and the acknowledgement of the greatest, Rush Limbaugh, that I announced that I may just start calling this the AIP Network, the Accuracy in Podcasting Network. And I don't deserve a golden AIP microphone or silver or copper or, you know, I don't know if you can make a microphone out of wood. If you can, I might do that. But I'm very proud of what I've done with this show. And I'm very proud of what all of you have helped me to make it. This is the source for truth. Period. End of story. If you're still listening to our media, if you're still listening to the crap that comes out of our White House, if you're still listening to the garbage that comes out of our Justice Department, I don't know how else I can help you. I've gotten these things right. They've gotten these things wrong. It's time to acknowledge that. And it's time for people like Chris and I. You know, and I tell him all the time, his voice is the one we need right now. And I believe that. It truly is. But I think there's a place for mine, too. And it's about damned time that we start to respect the truth. That we start to give platforms to people who present truth. You know, disinformation doesn't have any place in our government. It doesn't have any place. And the fact that liberals are so upset that the truth is finally going to get out tells you every single thing you need to know about them. And that's going to do it for another episode of the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for the honor of your time again. I tell you guys all the time that time is the most precious commodity that we have on this earth, and it is. I am so grateful for every second of yours that I can't even begin to put it into words. I want you to take care. I want you to be safe. Contact me if you have anything to share about the show. I would love to hear from you, especially if you don't agree with me. You know, I, I especially want to hear from you guys. Um, you can reach me at Treehouse1776 on Facebook. Um, you can send me an email to either treehouseoflibertymedia at gmail.com or JD Fornwalt. My last name is F as in Frank, O R N as in Nancy, W A L T as in Tom at gmail.com or Jason Fornwalt on Facebook. And obviously, my last name is spelled the same way there. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. It's an honor to be back in the saddle and be able to talk to you guys. God bless you. God bless these United States of America. You take care, and we'll talk soon.